Leaders of the 55-nation bloc African countries met in the Ethiopian capital Addis Ababa to discuss mounting challenges facing the continent, including coups, conflict and climate change. The African Union insisted on Sunday it had zero tolerance for undemocratic changes of power and vowed to push through a continent-wide free trade deal as it wrapped up a two-day summit. To discuss this further, we are joined on the line by analyst Aisha Kaji. Aisha, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Welcome to Radio Islam International. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Thank you for having me on. So the summit finished on uh, Sunday. It made headlines for all sorts of challenges that the continent is facing. What what were the main factors that were highlighted and that the union focused on over the weekend? Well, as you said, they've been very concerned about um, the undemocratic changes of government in the Western African states and the Sahel region. So the suspension of Mali, Burkina Faso, Guinea and Sudan from the Union will be continued um, as a demonstration of the AU's commitment to to oust or uh, to, to, to actually exclude all kinds of unconstitutional changes of power. They've also been critical of the delays in the agendas of all of these countries for achieving a return to more democratic forms of government. Um, the other uh, item on the AU agenda that received a lot of um, time and attention from heads of state and other delegates was the African Continental Free Trade um, Agreement. They have declared 2023 as the year of the free trade agreement, um, and several agreements were signed at the summit, which will pave the way for the dropping of tariffs on many kinds of goods between African countries. So that's a good start. Um, and of course, not least on the agenda was the worsening food security situation on the continent, particularly in the Horn of Africa, and particularly there, the uh, focus on Somalia and Somaliland where famine looms. So th- these were the three major issues dominating the summit. Of course, social media has been dominated, on the other hand, by the ousting of the Israeli delegation at the African Union. Now, on the issue of sanctions, right, Burkina Faso, Mali, Guinea, Sudan, where where we've seen Mm -hmm. coups, are these sanctions biting? Do do they make a difference? I think they're, they're, uh, they're an embarrassment for these military regimes, um, you know, in, in, in the international sphere, both within Africa and outside. They prevent these regimes from accessing um, financial aid, certainly, again, both within the, the continental bloc and certainly outside the, the continental bloc as well. So they are deterrents in some ways, but whether they are biting um, is, is, you know, is, is a more nuanced question because trade between these countries and other members of the African Union continues as it does outside um, of these countries. Having said that, um, you know, the, the specific and pointed um, attempts to urge these countries back onto a, um, a roadmap towards the transition to democracy, towards elections, etc., um, scheduled for uh, Mali and Burkina Faso next year and for Guinea the year after, have been quite pointed. And if those, shall we say, uh, that the, 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 the major milestones on those roadmaps are not met, I think we will see more concerted uh, 
attempts from within the African Union to either bring them back into line or to actually, you know, take steps within those countries to um, encourage civilian actors and other pro-democracy actors to hasten the return to democracy, to hasten elections particularly. The African Union has traditionally been um, fairly blinded to elections that have been problematic. But they have taken a firm stance on coups, and it appears they're going to continue to do so. Now, the issue of the Israeli ambassador, the Israeli delegation, how, how do you interpret what transpired? Um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's quite a difficult situation. It's, it's been a, uh, a ro- long-running cause for dissent within the African Union, uh, certainly since 2021, um, when the chairman of the commission at the time took a unilateral decision to admit Israel as an observer, or, or grant uh, Israel observer status, in the same way that other blocs, for example, the EU and other countries, uh, and even uh, organizations such as UNAIDS, have observer status at the African Union. So he took this unilateral decision. It was contested by several countries, including South Africa and Algeria, at the forefront, forefront of that protest, um, given that both these countries and others, such as Nigeria, um, designate Israel as an apartheid state. Um, you know, the ANC and the South African government generally has long been supporters of the Palestinian cause, even um, when the ANC itself was still a, a, a freedom-fighting organization. So um, there are many countries within the African Union bloc that were opposed to the admission of Israel, and this particular summit had a closed session in which that was due to be discussed because the admission of Israel was supported by some countries like Rwanda, the Democratic Republic of Congo, etc. So um, there, there has been dissent. And in order to avoid a, a deepening of the dissent, the African Union last year took a decision that the matter would be tabled at this year's summit after an investigation into the issue. Israel, on the other hand, of course, claims that it does have observer status um, and that the move to oust its uh, ambassador, Sharon Barley, was uh, spearheaded by uh, South Africa and Algeria on the promptings of Iran, which it calls, uh, you know, a, a state that hates Israel, basically. So it's been a little bit of a, a storm in a teacup, quite frankly. It's gotten a lot of traction, as I said, on social media. But it didn't derail the um, sitting of the AU or the processes that were on table for discussion at the two-day summit. Finally, then, just to conclude, South Africa has been appointed as the chair of the AU Peace and Security Council. Uh, Mm -hmm. Can South Africa make a significant difference in this position? Well, yes, I think South Africa still punches above its weight, particularly in terms of peace and security issues. Uh, but certainly its stock within the AU bloc has gone down considerably in the last five, five or six years, given you know, the widespread corruption within the country. So South Africa no longer has that moral authority to uh, basically comment on the corruption elsewhere. And corruption is one of the issues that has led 
to a destabilized um, uh, situation, political and uh, economic situation in various parts of the country. Um, political economy and corruption from that political economy is a major, major cause of conflict in the DRC, for example, and in certain regions of the Sahel as well. Uh, you know, while people talk about jihadist groups, etc., many of these armed groups are essentially um, formed against the backdrop of a very unequal economic situation and, uh, and, and, and a, a, a need or a protest by people on the ground for a rebalancing of that economic situation. And that has certainly been the case uh, to a large extent in places like the DRC. So South Africa's moral high ground has been eroded to a large extent. On the other hand, South Africa has successfully hosted um, the talks that led to the deceleration of the conflict um, in Ethiopia. Um, and South Af- former South Africa Deputy President was, was spearheading that uh, together with other heads of state, etc. And that's been very successful um, in, in recent months. So South Africa does have some moral and, um, and diplomatic authority uh, as a maker of peace on the continent and has had so since the beginning of democracy in South Africa. But at the same time, the fact that it's been eroded, um, that, mm. that especially the moral high ground has been eroded, will make it more difficult for South Africa to chair and spearhead the efforts of the PSC in the AU than it would have been, say, 10 years ago. Asha, shukran for your time. Really appreciate it. Assalamu alaikum. Assalamu alaikum.